Hi everyone, hope you're all well. Today we are going to talk on this feed the five top tips that I can give you on how you can raise your profile. Um, if you want to raise your profile that is, and maybe you don't, if you don't then this feed isn't going to be of much use to you. If you do want to raise your profile then stick around. So why would you want to raise your profile in the first place? Well, it really depends on what it is you're trying to achieve. Maybe you're trying to raise your profile as a landlord or a landlady in order to attract other landlords to your services. You might want to be um, attracting investors or joint venture partners or just other people that are in your business for whatever reason that may be. So there's lots of different ways we can raise profiles. And um, I probably do quite a lot of them. Um, you know, we do have quite a substantial profile across all of the platforms and all of the social media bits and bobs. So here we go then. Um, if you've got any comments, by the way, let me know and we can have a chat about that. So number one, and this is probably the biggest and it'll be no surprise to you, is social media. So first of all, let's talk about Facebook. It's quite apt. Now, there's loads of ways that you can raise your profile using Facebook. Now, Facebook um, has a certain demographic. I think that Facebook is now really geared towards um, people aged probably over 25 and upwards. Um, whereas all the other ones may be for um, people of a younger generation. That's only my own personal point of view. So with Facebook, there's lots of ways you can raise your profile. The first thing is always have a Facebook page. It's really easy to start a Facebook page, folks. You can do it in like five seconds and that then will give you some kind of internet presence. It will give you um, your own platform to post your own stuff on, put your own links on and just to really start to become um, and own a little space of Facebook yourself. So if you don't have a page, find a name and you know use your name probably like I've got Rick Gannon UK and just start posting in there on a daily basis. Now with a page people have to like it um, they can't come and join a page per se, they have to like the page. But the more followers you start to get, the more interaction the page will get, and then the more positioned you'll become. So um, there's another great way of doing this as well, is you can sponsor your page or your post. So if you do a post, for example, I put this out in Rick Gannon UK, I can sponsor this, I can advertise this and put some money behind it that will advertise to a certain demographic of people or even a certain area. So if I want to get in front of landlords, then I can put people with interests, landlords or buy to let or property. And then Facebook will put this under the, um, the feed of those people that have targeted in those interests. So it's a great way of profiling yourself and becoming a little bit more known. And this is also gonna work so when people start to look at you for investment, or sorry, you look at them for investment or joint ventures, then they're gonna look at your social media profile. They're going to look at what, you know, what things you're posting, what topics you're talking about, etc. So that's a Facebook page. Now, there's also Facebook groups, as you know, because you're in one right now. Um, now they're very different because Facebook pages, unless you sponsor your adverts or your um, presentations and your copy, your content, then it's not gonna get that much of, um, um, it's not gonna get that much views, if you like, stumbling over my tongue a little bit there. If you have a group, 
and you bring people into your group or they, you know, you invite them, they come into your group, then every post you put in there, if you pin it to the top, then everybody will get to see it. So they're both very different. Now, in my experience, groups have a lot more engagement. Um, you know, they are more interactive. Um, it's easier to get your message out there and it's easier to, you know, sort of have a little platform of your own. But why not just do both? They're free. So that's my tip number one. Get yourself a Facebook profile, either a page or a group or even both. Now, if you don't want to do that for whatever reason, but you're still looking to raise your profile, then start to interact in other people's groups. Now, make sure you abide by their group rules. Um, because many groups will um, allow you to post your own content provided it fits within their, their group ethos and their group rules. And it's not that, you know, the group admins want to be uh, controlling. Of course, you know, personally, we don't want to be controlling, but we do have to have group rules. And that's what makes a group full of value and not just an ad slinging platform. Um, so you can start to post in other people's groups. Uh, if you don't want to start your own posts, then you can start to comment on other people's posts. And if you're in a big group, you can very quickly uh, establish yourself as maybe the go-to person for that particular aspect. So that's Facebook, folks. It's really powerful. And, you know, you can position yourself um, in Facebook very quickly provided you are interacting in the right groups, you've got your own groups, and you've got your own page. Now, the other aspect of this is consistency. So there's no point in having a group uh, or a page if you're not continually, again, my teeth, just let me put them back in, continually posting in those groups. Because the minute you stop doing it, then people will kind of forget. So you've got to be in the groups at least once a day. So make sure you post once a day in all of those platforms, okay? So that's Facebook. Um, the next aspect is Twitter. Now I personally, I'm on Twitter. I don't use it a lot. I don't really get it that much. But if you've got five minutes, post your, your, um, your tweet on your page in Twitter, and again, that's gonna help you reach a lot more people. I don't really use Twitter a lot. Um, LinkedIn, now LinkedIn is huge, and that's a very different demographic than the others. And my experience of LinkedIn is that it seems to be a little bit more professional, there's a lot less um, stuff getting battered about all of the time. Um, and it's a really great platform. So I do have quite a large LinkedIn following as well. And what I tend to do sometimes is because my LinkedIn followers are not really my Facebook followers, and they're not really my YouTube followers. So I tend to uh, repurpose some of my posts. So for example, if I'm doing a particular recorded video or, or something similar, then I might then chop that up and then put it out on all the other platforms because it's not that people will see all of them anyway because they're different followers for different demographics. So LinkedIn, start to post on LinkedIn if you're not using it. It's another great way of helping you raise your profile. Then of course, we've got Instagram. Now I think Instagram is massive and it is for a particular demographic and it kind of is your life in photos. But I think it's an awesome platform that's really starting to you know, take over at the moment. It's bubbling, it's huge, but it's really hard to start getting Instagram followers. So get an Instagram account and then anytime you see something that might be value or of value to other people, do the old Instagram selfie and put it up there. Again, it's about persistency and consistency, just getting your content out there, folks, okay? 
And the other thing is as well, with all of these, don't worry about being perfect. You know, my, my live feeds, you know, um, they're in different places. I'm in a separate part of my office today than I was yesterday. Um, you know, yesterday, um, you got a different blue background. We kind of like to keep the background theme. But with, these aren't polished. You can see that they're not polished because it's important to me that I just get the content out there without having all these pop-up bubbles and this, that, and the other, you know, when, when all, all of my feeds go onto YouTube. I've just got something to say and I want to say it, so I just do it. So don't worry about getting perfect. Just get your stuff out there. Prolific beats perfection. And, you know, it's the same when I do an email campaign. I'm always going to make a spelling mistake because I'm busy and I rush it. And then some people will come back to me and say, Rick, you spelt this wrong or this is unprofessional because you can't spell or I'm sorry. I know there are people out there that get offended by, you know, grammatical errors but I just want to get my stuff out there. And the more I get it out there, um, the more I can spread the word, which means that sometimes we're going to make a mistake. So don't worry about being perfect. Okay, so that was number one. Number two, networking. Oh, I think I, I talk about networking on every feed, I think, almost. So powerful for you folks to get out there and network. Do you know, remember the days before we had social media and before we had all of these computers in our pockets that pop up every time we say something? People were out there on the streets preaching and the town criers, you know, oh, yay, Rick Gaddon is here today to tell you about, oh, yay. You know, the networking is still as powerful. Now, whether you choose to do it on social media or go out there in person, there are some amazing networking groups out there. There's the big ones, there's the pin circuit, you know, Simon's networking group, which is huge. Then you've got your small independent ones. Sue Sims has got a great networking um, group called Partners in Property. Um, forgive me, there's PPN, of course, which is Robin Marks. There are loads of networking groups out there. And what you need to do is get yourself out there. Tell people your story. Start to position yourself within the networking community. Now, whatever your story is, I don't know what it is you're trying to um, uh, promote or trying to position, position yourself for. So if you're positioning yourself to attract partners, now we did a little um, feed on this not long ago, um, but you need to make sure that you've got your pitch and we call it a pitch and I'm sure you know, all of the people I just mentioned there, Simon and Rob and Mark and Sue, won't mind me explaining that you get probably 20 to 25 seconds at a networking event to be able to stand up and tell people why you are there. So practice your pitch. Don't need to be too um, elaborate, but you need to tell people who you are, why you are there and how you can help them. So, for example, Hi, my name is Rick Gannon, and I'm a current property investor, and I've got a large portfolio of HMO properties in the Worcester area. We've currently got a backlog of deals at the moment that we can't cope with. If you're interested in finding deals or coming with us to find out how you can benefit from these great deals, then come and find me at the break. You know, that's just off the top of my head, but I've told people who I am, what I do and how I can help them. So who I am, I'm Rick Gannon. What do I do? I'm a HMO investor. How I can help them? Well, I've got deals at the moment that I can't do myself for too many. So come and have a chat with me at the break. I haven't, by the way. That was just hypothetical. So please don't bombard me asking for the deals. Um, so make sure you pitch. And make sure that, um, you know, you take that opportunity because if you don't, you're missing a huge opportunity. Now, you, there's certain things you can't pitch for at networking events and that's money. 
because the FCA uh, regulations prevent you from standing up and um, pitching for uh, variable rate interest and equitable share in property, etc., or anything. So make sure you're aware of the regulations and the individual uh, networking meetings that you go to. But they're all great, folks. They're all, you know. Um, they've all got their own little thing going on. You know, they've all got their own following. Um, you know, some are massive and get yourself to them and just start to mingle, start to position yourself. Okay, that's number two, um, networking. Number three was pitch. So we've done that, number three. Number four, wow, okay, this is going to stretch you. And not everybody wants to do this and it can be quite hard. Everyone's got a story to tell. So if you're looking to position yourself really well in the market, have you considered writing a book? Oh, oh my gosh. You know, everyone's got a book. In, I don't care what story you think you've got or you, or you don't have. Everybody has got a book inside of them because everyone has got a life story and everyone's got a history. So regardless of what that is, have you considered writing a book? Now, there are loads of people out there that can help you in order to do that. It's not easy Trust me, I know, and for those of you that have written books, it's not easy, but you can self-publish. What a way of positioning yourself as an authority by writing a book. You can um, you know, maybe write a chapter a day or a chapter a week and make it your plan over the next six to 12 months to write a book. Your book could be anything, even if it's just you brain dumping, getting all of those thoughts out of your head. Um, and putting it in writing, um, you know, you can, I can lead you up towards some people that can help you do that and help you write that book if you want to. Bit of a tickle in my throat, I'm sorry about that. And for those listening, if this goes out to the podcast, you know, this is the, we keep things um, raw because it's real. Um, we're just real people and I don't want to try and come across as being somebody that's not real. That's why we just, you know, when I get these thoughts... I put them out on live feeds, I put them out on YouTube, and we put them out on our podcast because I think it's really important that when the thoughts come to my head, you get them straight away because they're really important. So that's your book. So um, writing a book is not, um, it's not easy. And it's, you know, to get those thoughts out of your head sometimes can be quite hard. So that's another way of positioning. And then number five, this is controversial at the moment. You could start a podcast. Anyone could start a podcast. It's not difficult. All you need to do is register to a podcast service and you can start interviewing people you can start doing your own content on a daily basis it's about persistency so those are my five tips folks on how you can raise your profile number one social media number two networking sharing your story number three pitch number four books number five starting a podcast hope that was useful see you later